Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Hello there. So this week we're doing something a little different. This is the first episode in our brand new series, our movie talk series. Yeah. So this is something I kind of wanted to do for a while, um, where we can just loosen our collars and just talk movies for a change. So yeah. we're not talking any specific movie, and we can just basically cover any topics that we typically can't do on our standard potential spoilers show. Yeah. So if you're tuning in looking for a regular episode where we try and predict as much of a movie plot as humanly possible, we're not going to do that this week. No. And listen to the other episodes in our library there if that's if yes. that's what you're into. If that's more your cup um, of tea. We, so We may talk about movies that are coming up, but you know, we'll see how we go. Yeah, we'll see where we go. We're so, relaxing a little bit. We're taking a little bit of a break. Yes. So the main reason that we're doing this is because I'm literally just about to jump on board a yeah. plane and go overseas. Yeah. So we can't do anything too intensive. We can't mm. do anything that involves a lot of preparation because typically our episodes take a lot of hours of preparation. Believe it or not, listening to our show, <laughs> our plots, while they may only take minutes to talk about, they sometimes take hours to think about and to go through the trailers and the I know it seems like we're, you know, writing it in crayon and, yes, you know, but yeah. It sounds like it's just coming off the top of our heads sometimes, but <laughs> I can guarantee you it's not. We're very disciplined in this show. Now, this is something we typically do as well. One of the movies that we've previously predicted is currently in cinemas. Mm. So if you're excited about Terminator Dark Fate, oh, and yes. you want to hear what we thought would happen in that movie. That was a big one. By the time this episode comes out, this one will be in cinemas. Yeah. I'm really excited to see how close we got. I think you're going to be very, very close off memory of that show, but I guess we'll see. Well, I think the standard is between the two of us, we get most of the plot <laughs> Isn't details. That always the but way. Individually, we'll get like Isn't 50 that or 60%. The way? Yes. Like you merge our two plots together and that's what Hollywood is pumping out. Yes, but whenever we team up and do one together, that's, <laughs> yeah, it just falls apart. Case. Or yeah. one of us will say something and the other one will be like, no, nah, that's, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And lo and behold... You know, we should just go against our instincts. I think yes. that's what we have to do yes. in the future. I think Hollywood has proven, if anything, this show is an exploration Don't of, overthink. of Hollywood where and just the current state of movie yep. making because everything at the moment is just, I don't know. So we either think it's going to be really cliche, but mm. we're putting too much thought into things or we think it's going to be a lot more simple than it is, but the movie's actually needlessly complicated. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes, I, you know, there's been movies that have come out that have, I've been surprised. I've been surprised in good ways and I've been yes. surprised in bad ways. Yes. So, you never really know, right? I've got to say, I'm always so relieved when it's a movie I'm looking forward yep. to. We've made a prediction and we're not even close. I've got to say, that is the most relieving feeling so in the world. That is so rewarding. I, I've found that when we go into a cinema and we're very, very close to the movie, that movie just becomes unbearable to sit through. Yes, I know. It becomes so boring. <laughs> it's, so, oh, so boring. it's like you've read the plot so, of the movie. I know it's a really old, cliched sort of statement where people are like, well, I don't like to watch the trailers. I don't like to think about what's going to happen because it'll ruin my movie experience because I'll put the movie on a pedestal or I'll You'll you know, have expectations. raise my expectations. But that's so true because of doing this show. Yeah. We I, have nothing but expectations for yeah, movies now. Yeah. I mean, it's fun to to kind of see who's more right especially because we watch a lot of these movies together now yes. and every time like I get something right I'll kind of like just chuckle in my chair just because I know I'm getting one over here yeah. whenever we see something that's obvious yeah. that we called in a movie we'll actually turn to each other in the darkened <laughs> movie theatre yeah. and just sort of like grin or just like do a face at yeah, each other that's right Yeah. or when something's looking like it's going in a direction yes. like you know like we'll... in Spider-Man when it's revealed that the, the monsters I are just projections I not believe that as soon as they revealed that I just started kicking Matty D's foot because I was so excited yeah yeah i could not believe that 
and I was sitting there like frumpy, like <laughs> frumpy. Yeah, frustrated and grumpy. That's right. Now, one of the things that I thought we could explore in this show, since we're free to pretty much talk about whatever we want, we are unshackled. Yes, we can talk about some of the listener feedback that we've received Ooh, throughout yes. the course of the yeah, show. Yeah, that'd be great. And thank you for your feedback as well. Yes. Now, we love feedback. I love feedback. If you want to send us feedback, please feel free to do so. Mm. Uh, just send it to the email, potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can send it in a message on Facebook or just post it right there on the Facebook wall. Mm. We're not ashamed. No. Leave us a review or leave us a comment on our Podbean website. We look at all of them. Well, I look at all of them. I have access to all of them. And then I feel Matty D on any time that someone's <laughs> calling him out on his BS. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you have any feedback, also if you have any ideas about the movies we've predicted or any ideas or, or any something insights. you'd like us to do on the show that we're not currently doing yeah absolutely absolutely because we do look at it and we do take it on board so one of the things that i've received in the form of feedback is people say oh you don't talk about movies that i'm interested in okay yeah or when or when we first started doing the show people said that oh you just talk about superhero movies well th- to be honest the market has been saturated like yes. believe me i actually like superhero movies kieran yeah, probably not. if he didn't have to, wouldn't go to I'm and see any superhero them, movies. Yes. I like if it them. wasn't for this show, I wouldn't see any of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I like them, but even I can see that there's a lot out there. I understand what people are saying, but there's so many. Like, every second movie is a superhero movie. Like There were actually around. people who told me that they had to give up on our show. They used to listen episode by episode. Right. And they're like, oh, it's just another superhero yeah, movie. It's another yeah. superhero movie. And, and certainly That's we That's not a reflection shared, on us. We shared that sentiment sometimes. We got really excited. I remember when Us came out and we got to review us yeah. because that was a movie that was the third episode we did yeah it wasn't a superhero movie and it wasn't in some sort of universe as well or it wasn't like a reboot or something off an old idea i was like oh my god something fresh so i, I get yeah. that but it's more of a commentary on what well, movies are coming it's out. more so comic book movies mm. not just specifically superhero movies because the kitchen was a comic book movie yeah. which you and, and i did not hellboy know. isn't really a superhero movie yeah. or you could argue that it is but that's another comic book movie that we yeah looked at but to go back to the earlier statement, talking about movies that people are interested in, that's a very hard thing to judge because basically when we started the show, we sat down and we looked at all of the most anticipated blockbusters that were due to come out throughout the year. How you define that is basically you look at the buzz around it or if there's any buzz around it, you look at how much money is going into the making of the movie and if it's above a certain amount, you can tell that there's going to be a lot of marketing hype around yeah. it and a lot of people potentially excited about seeing it. So one of those movies is going to be superhero movies or sequels to superhero movies or animated movies or something with a big star in it like will smith yeah exactly yeah and another thing about that as well we talk about movies a lot of the time before they're on most people's radars yeah so we're talking about movies sometimes three months in advance most of the time you're not going to hear about a movie on average you're not going to hear about a movie until it's out Mm -hmm. if a movie is good and it's really surprised people about how good it is that's because people have gone to see the movie, they're talking about it, the general buzz is out there. But yeah, a lot of the time people say, oh, I first heard about this movie because yeah. you talked about it on your show. Or That's cool. People will say, oh, I haven't heard of this movie that you're talking about. Of course you haven't heard about it because it's not on anybody's radar. So, so You know how fresh we are when we go in for those episodes. If we're not talking about movies that you feel like we should be talking about, please let us know. Yeah, if you have a suggestion on a movie you want us to cover, yeah, we'd, of course, we'd totally do that. Of course, there are restrictions. Mm. We don't cover 
direct remakes at all. We don't cover direct yeah. adaptations. So, like an of example, uh, the Aladdin is a movie that we didn't cover just because, yeah. like, you know exactly what that movie is going to be. It's just going to be the exact same movie as this. Yes. And I'm sure there's differences, and you know, there's Dumbo minor and- differences. But what we basically do is just get the general plot. Yeah. The general plot is exactly the same. Yeah. Dumbo also came out. Lion King also came out. Whatever other live action Disney movies came out, they're yeah. really going through all of them, aren't they? They did a remake of Pet Cemetery. They did a remake yeah, of Child's Play. Yeah, yeah. We actually played around with, with the Audrey idea. Audrey Plaza, of- right? That's an yeah, interesting that's right. cast, by the way. I found that really interesting that they yes. put her in that. Um, I'm always a fan of when like comedic actors go to more serious roles. Just on a tangent, there, I always it always piques my curiosity. I'm like, oh, really? Like. Eh. Because, you know, it can work so well. I mean, you could look at movies like remakes or direct adaptations and we Mm. could try and decide what are they going to do differently. If it's a remake, what about it is going to be different from the original movie and what are they going to keep? Yeah. But I guess we just prefer the challenge of going in completely blind, not knowing anything about the movie at all, not having anything to really draw inspiration from beyond the trailers or the posters or what the actors have said about the movie. So, yeah, I guess it would just be too easy Mm. to cover books that are already well known or and we we like a challenge yeah exactly that was my point exactly i mean the kitchen which we did cover was based <laughs> on a comic did, book we did not but know we that weren't though. aware of that until after we re- yeah. after we recorded the show and yeah. that should be obvious from what we said in our prediction Jesus. same thing about jojo rabbit believe it or not was jojo rabbit was based on a book as oh, well oh, there you go but Again, when the first trailers for that movie came out, they weren't saying that it was based on a book. That's since come out again after we've done our episode on it. And again, if you listen to our episode, you'll know that we didn't cheat by reading the book because there are a lot of things about that movie that we didn't pick up. So if we're not aware that it's a book, then obviously we're not going to be able to cheat. But I guess the conclusion is to whoever sent that feedback through. Oh, it was a number of people. Okay. Well, those people, if you have anything in mind, send us a message, give us a suggestion. Argue your case. We are actively looking for movies that aren't superhero yeah. movies, believe it or not. Sometimes the um, well is dry and we get desperate. Mm, so That's that why is, we did Spice in Disguise. Yeah, that is something we're aware of. But unfortunately, you, sometimes it's hard to find water in a desert. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes that's all there is to it. On a related note, another mm. piece of feedback that people said, or a suggestion more so that mm. people made, was that we should predict movies that are already out. Okay. Ones that neither of us have actually seen. We did talk about that. Yeah. Briefly. So we just watched a trailer for a movie, say it could be a classic movie, it could be a movie that's come out yesterday yeah. that neither of us have seen. And believe it or not, like you say, we did talk about doing that. That was actually the original premise yeah, premise for our show. That's where we got the idea from because you threw out the idea of, oh, why don't we just try and guess as much of the movie from a trailer? Yeah, and we had this idea that one person could bring a movie that they liked and yeah. the other person had to predict what was going to happen. Yeah, in it. exactly. Things like of that nature, which would probably just be but me then, bringing movies and Kieran have seen. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. So, the first issue with that is between the two of us, we've seen a lot of movies, so we'd be hard-pressed to find a movie that, first of all, we haven't seen, and second of all, one we haven't heard about or don't know the basic details of. For example, I've never seen Lawrence of Arabia, but I could probably tell you everything that happened in the movie just... Through proxy. Through proxy. Yeah. So, I think by limiting ourselves to movies that haven't come out and there's no possible way really, or there's no easy way for us to cheat and look at the plot ahead of time. That really sort of sets us more of a challenge and just really guarantees that we're just not cheating and really spoiling a movie for people because that's the whole joke of the show. We're never really spoiling a movie. It's just we're potentially spoiling it. If 
if we're very lucky, we are. Yes. But yeah, I guess the whole idea is we wouldn't cheat, but you know, we didn't want people to think that we would cheat. Yeah. Sort and of we situation. want to eliminate the potential to cheat. Exactly. Exactly. So if Matty D's feeling lazy one week, he could just look up the plot for Grumpy Old Men while I'm just sitting there <laughs> scratching my head. <laughs> Exactly. And then call it word for word. Yeah, Just read the Wikipedia exactly. page. But, you know, like that's in itself a good idea and maybe something we could incorporate later on. But at the moment, yeah. I guess. I just don't know how you do it, really. Yeah. yeah but like, it- it'd just be difficult to do. Because, yeah. like I said, the potential to cheat is just so high. Yeah. And it'd be difficult to pick movies that, I again, guess- most well known movies people have either seen. Well, you and I have seen most movies. So we could just start talking about random movies that people don't care about. But then where's the fun in that? Mm. Yeah. And I guess people would know. If if we were cheating or not, just based yeah, on our absolutely. on our reviews there. Yeah. So it'd be sort of self-policing. <laughs> yeah. Unless Still. we were really strangely lucky, that would be yeah. crazy. Yeah. But then people would just say, oh, you did cheat. Yeah. The format that we have currently, I think, is the most flawless. I mean, there are some flaws to it, but I think, yeah. The way that we've set it up, I think, is the best way to approach it. Yeah. To toot our own horn, of course. <laughs> Yeah, because there's no way we could possibly know that. And this show is all about, and we've said it before, but like, you know, we would speak about movies together and come up with a plot and yeah. say what we thought was going to happen yeah. in a movie. We've said this before on previous episodes. And, um, and it was just an idea that it came with a good concept for a show, a podcast, to do that. And yeah, you really, you really need to be doing it to movies that are about to be released because... You know, oh, the only thing that's there is a trailer or like a poster and that's all you can draw this information out of. So it's way more satisfying when you, when yeah. you pick something because there's no way you could have ever found out about it. Yeah, and a lot of people say that movies these days, well, I think we said this at the start of the show, people either say we're at the best point ever for movies being released or at the worst point ever. So either movies are more terrible than they've ever been in history or yeah. better than they've ever been in history. So there's no like middle ground, basically. Mm. I suppose if we're constantly wrong in our prediction, that proves that point false. I mean, it proves that Hollywood isn't just made up of cliches and reused plot lines, but if everything we get is pretty close, and that goes to show that movie making is just pretty formulaic and uh, stale. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, what else you got there, Kieran? That was basically the majority of the feedback that I received. Was right. there anything that you wanted to mention that's separate from that that you've heard yourself? Because I know people come up to you in the street. And <laughs> yeah, talk to you. yeah. People come up and talk to me. Um, I guess you sort of covered it. There are people that sort of want specific movies. A lot of people ask me of movies that we've already done. Yeah. Um, I do know that something that we did take into consideration was people wanted to see what we thought about the movies after we predicted. And yeah. See, like that is what we yeah, did incorporate exactly. that into the show. Yeah. Um, so we weren't originally going to revisit our plot predictions, but of course we were persuaded into doing so, and I think we're better for it. Yeah, it makes it. That's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun because we do talk about um, how we felt afterwards. So yeah. it's good to have it sort of on record there. Um, other than that, you know, we get a lot of love. I, I feel yeah, so, wow, you know, a lot of lot Isn't of that love nice? personally. But I think we have currently five reviews mm. on iTunes. Yeah, thank you for everyone who took the and time they're to do all five star reviews. Oh, you guys, you guys, and all our reviews on our Facebook page are also all five star reviews so it's just nothing but love oh, I mean nice. don't be afraid to give us a little bit of criticism <laughs> but be nice because Maddie D's feelings will get hurt I am so emotional and I'm so vulnerable so if it's anything other than five stars I will cry yeah I'll just and not we, do the podcast you'll be yeah. like what's we'll your prediction me. what's your prediction Maddie D I'm like I'll be like I'm not giving one today because someone gave me four stars someone gave Ooh. the show four stars I'll take it that personally but yeah other than that I don't think anyone's really really said anything other than what you've said there I just had a thought but I can't remember it now oh that's helpful yeah yeah. alright then 
if, if oh, we're people, finished. Sorry, people people asked if we could do like watch the trailer and do commentary of a trailer. Um, I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of people do that already. Yeah, we're trying to be different. Yeah, we're trying to be somewhat unique. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who have fan theories about movies, but we're trying to do it as broad as possible. So a lot of people will try and predict what's coming up in a Star Wars movie or in a Marvel movie. No one else is out there trying to predict what's happening in the Addams Family Spies movie. Spies in Disguise. Or Spies in Disguise. Gemini Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we're just trying to hit a broader market as possible with just crazy fan theories. Mm. We're not even really fans most of the time of the properties. And there are so many movies, can I say, that I would never have seen if yes. not this show. Now, we did another show called uh, Best Movie Quest. where. Still Still available on iTunes. Still available on iTunes. Go and download it if you want to see us talk about old school uh, classic movies. And new that, school. And new school movies. Well, old school for the time. It was a yeah. few years ago. Yeah. And we we sort of went out and looked at all these like really highly acclaimed movies. But now we're sort of in this show watching movies that are current. Yeah. And I don't think I would have gone and watched any of these. Before. Or given any of these thoughts. Exactly. Now, before I did this show with you, I would only watch like one, maybe two movies a year in the cinemas. Yeah, I would be the same. And they'd have to be movies that I'm really excited mm. about. Now we've got a curse where we have to see everything. <laughs> Not necessarily in the cinemas, but we have to watch yeah, everything that yeah, we cover. Absolutely, so absolutely. I probably would have seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood regardless. Absolutely. Yeah, and I probably too. would have seen Star Wars regardless. Absolutely. Again. Um, and, and the Marvel movies for you, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I would have I would have probably the Marvel movies, but I wouldn't have ran out to see those ones. Really? Nah. And you're the fan. Yeah, I like them, but you know, they'll be on Netflix soon enough, so it's all yeah. G. Well, not anymore. Oh yeah. Disney true. Plus is Disney, coming Disney out Plus in, a, in a matter of days. So literally like 12 days from when this episode comes out, I think Disney Plus is launching. And then if you don't want to get listened... What's with that, by the way? Like it used to be, used to just have a streaming service, like about two streaming, like there was Stan, there was Netflix, there wasn't many else. Now the Crackle. Disney. (laughs) Yeah, Crackle. Remember Crackle? Yes. I love that one, man. That's Um, a free streaming service, by the way. Yeah, go get Crackle, which we discovered by accident. Yes. But now- just want to see shit movies that no one cares about, get Crackle. Now the WWE owns their own streaming site. Um, yeah. I shouldn't say streaming site, but like, what do they call them? Is it streaming site or streaming is it service? Streaming service, and then Disney now owns one and Disney Plus. Uh, there's one for reality TV shows called Hey You, yeah. which is just you know reality TV, keeping it up with the Kardashians. Used to be used to have one spot for all your movies, and now it's like, okay, well, if you want these things, now you have to subscribe to all these streaming. Well, that's platforms. how they get you, Maddie. Do uh, I'm too old to deal with this right now. Yeah. I, you know, I don't like it. It's change. I don't like yeah. this change. Exactly. So you're going to have to pay a 10-month subscription to like 10 Everything. different streaming services That's to right. be able to watch just like whatever movies you typically watch. So if you want to watch the Disney movies, they're going to be over on Disney+. Plus. If you want to watch Tarantino, he's going to be wherever. Ta- Tarantino streaming service, yeah. yeah. It, the paying thing is one thing, but I just find it annoying just going out of one streaming service and then into another. I just like to be like, bang, I'm in, and everything I want to watch is there. I tell you what they should have. My favorite current streaming service is YouTube. Yeah. You know how on YouTube you can rent movies? Yeah, they've basically got every movie you can think of yeah, all do. in one place, and if they don't have it to rent, it's there for free. Yeah, so well, very few movies are there for if, free. I don't know if they have this, but if they don't, they really should. But they should give you like a monthly subscription where you can watch as many movies as you that like. That would be really through cool. YouTube for a, like a monthly fee rather than paying movie for movie. Because I relied on that in Best Movie Quest. Like, yeah, absolutely, that, that got me through that show. Well, this is getting me through this show because ninety percent of the movies we watch on it, I'm renting through YouTube. For our revisited episodes, I'm watching them in cinemas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the things we don't watch in cinemas, they're not out on streaming fast enough for us to 
the cover. Yeah. So yeah, it's old YouTube paying the good old YouTube to like twenty dollars for like YouTube. the same day streaming. Oh geez. Anyway, since we've talked about ourselves for about twenty minutes, how about we talk movies? Because Let's that's the whole it. premise of this show. Let's talk movies. movie talk. I mean, our show is a movie show. So yeah. In the loosest way possible, we're still talking <laughs> movies. Yep. But yeah. Now I thought about asking the same boring old question that you'd expect of just like a standard movie show, where like, what's your favorite movie of the year? What's your least mm. favorite movie of the year? Yeah. But I thought we could spice things up with more interesting style questions. Let's spice it up. The first question I wanted to ask you, out of all the movies that you've most recently seen, uh-huh. when was the last time a movie made you cry? Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a movie that we covered on our show. It can be any movie in recent times. Yeah. What movie made me cry? This is a hard one for me because I cry in movies all the time. Yeah, really? I, I, yeah. I get like sucked into the most corny sort of movies and like I'm a massive so you're sucker. you're like happy crying, sad crying. Yeah. They play- Tension crying. You know, it, it can be as lazy as they want to be but as soon as they play sad music and they're playing an emotional scene I'm just like <laughs> oh alright that's a follow up question for you Matty D mm-hmm. before you go into that right. what's, what's a movie scene or a movie that makes you cry every time you watch it uh, for me there's a there's a few I know one You've like just put me Lord on of the spot. Rings Return of the King is one that you said that oh, you yeah. always cry in I always cry at the end of Lord of the Rings Return of the King in two spots in the Sam monologue I always tear up and the ending of when Aragorn says, you bow to no man. No, no, no. When when <laughs> Sam picks up uh, Frodo Baggins uh, and takes him up Mount Doom. Oh, really? I cry in that scene. Oh, yeah. okay. I always cry at the end of Big Fish. That's an embarrassing really? one. That's an embarrassing one because a lot of people don't like that movie like I like that movie. Like Tim Burton's Big Fish? Yeah, Tim you Burton's and Big Fish. Yep. Wow. Yep. There's okay. a scene in it where the father is dying and I don't know why, but that just tugs at my heartstrings like where he tells the story, cry every time in that scene as well. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I'm not going to make fun of you for okay, it. I mean, well, you know. Because there's ones that I cry at that are pretty ridiculous. Oh, I, 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 cry, I cry when uh, John Coffey's going to die oh. in the Mile. That, <laughs> that pulls me in. I cried like a baby the first time I watched that. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go i always 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 cry and i haven't watched this movie in a very long time in the fox and the hound oh really yeah that one gets me i get a lump in my throat but i've never cried <laughs> through the, the, the fox and the hound we'll, even when they said we'll be friends forever and you realize that they've got to part ways oh <sighs> poor maddie d <sighs> he just needs a hug that one oh but yeah what was the last me. movie though what was the last movie you that know what you is it will you judge me if i say i think i cried in um i think i did i haven't cried in a movie for a very long time how but, embarrassing um, could it be if it was one that we saw together my eyes got a little watery at the end of Avengers. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, but you are an invested fan. Though, yeah, so. I feel like they they cheated because they've just built it up so much. Well, there was a funeral so scene of course, at the end. Of course, you know, and it was so it was so hammered on thick. Uh, but yeah, I teared up at the end of Avengers. Other than that, I can't really remember anything that, that made me cry. You didn't cry in Godzilla, King of the Monsters? <laughs> yeah, I did, but you know. <laughs> right. no, no, we'll no, get no, into that later. We'll get into that later. So yeah, what about you? What have you cried in? Well, believe it or not, I'm pretty much sort of like you. When I'm at home, when I'm in the comfort of my living room and I'm watching something, I almost never cry in mm. movies unless it's something really, really emotional. But I don't know what it is. It's sort of you're in a different environment. What, but when you're by yourself? Or just with other people. Just, right. just watching a movie in the comfort of my own home, whether it's on the TV or if it's on the laptop or wherever, on, on the phone in bed, I never cry. Or if I do, it's under extreme circumstances. But if you put me in a movie theatre... Mm. It's something about that environment. That air they pump in. (laughs) Yeah. It's just something about being immersed, watching it on the big screen. It could be the dumbest movie ever and I'll always cry. Yeah. Like I'll just always tear up and I'll just be sitting there like with just tears streaking down my cheeks. I cried in 
we bought a zoo and like people I came with were just like why are you crying in this like just imagine no, another movie like it's a Mark Wahlberg movie people are sitting next to you and you're just oh my god they're like is my dick crying also I cried I cried in Hook as well like that's a sad movie for me as also well, what as a kid yeah oh well, that's more understandable yeah I think I mean I, 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 mean, I don't think I've seen it I don't think I've seen it as very, an adult recently even though I like that movie I've got to say the most recent movie that I cried in and I was very lucky enough to see this movie in advance I saw an advanced screening of it I actually cried in Jojo Rabbit really believe it or not I cried like a little baby in one particular scene I'm not going to spoil it for anybody because as we mentioned last week Australian viewers aren't going to be able to see the movie in cinemas until Boxing Day Boxing Day December 26th but yes so I was lucky enough to see it in advance it's a comedy movie Mm. of course you're expecting a few dark moments because it is about Nazi Germany and World War 2 but there was just one specific scene in the movie I'm not going to spoil it because I know Matty D hasn't seen it I have not and most of our audience listening this probably haven't seen it but there was one moment in in it that just really caught me off guard and I was so shocked just so overwhelmed that yeah I just started blubbering and crying watching it wow and when you go and see the what movie or if you've seen it you probably know the scene I'm talking about uh, there's another moment as well that also made me tear up towards the end of the movie but that was you know wasn't as severe yeah but yeah I was not expecting to be a little blubbering baby in there Jojo Rabbit they got you they got you but again, the movies that I typically cry in are, are weird ones. Like, yeah. if you thought the ones that you said were weird, Matty D, like, I cried in, like, episode seven of Star Wars. Like, when Han Solo died, I, I cried really? like a baby. Yes, I did. But only in the cinemas. When I watched it out of cinemas, I like I couldn't well, really care. You know, they did. That was an emotional scene. And again, I wasn't really expecting it. A lot yeah. of people predicted it, I mean, but I didn't. I mean, but as soon as he got on that, you know. Catwalk, yeah. Yeah, you, you knew was like what was the, going. The vultures were circling. Like, yeah. I was like, oh no. And then That's when, how everyone in Star Wars dies, is just on that railing. On yeah. a catwalk, yeah, yeah. Falling to their doom. Yeah. Unless you're the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Spoilers alert. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll all be alive. <laughs> Imagine that. No one dies in Star Wars. <laughs> Massive fake out. There was nothing in episode eight that made me cry, though. There were several moments where they wanted me to, but I just didn't. Like, when you think that Princess Leia is going to die, that didn't make me cry. When Luke, Luke actually dies, yeah, felt nothing. So I think I thought just- that was a cool scene. Yeah, it was cool, but yeah, it, and it was kind of surprising to me that he died in the way that he did, but... You know, I think that scene was really perfect for Luke to die. I, I liked it, but I wouldn't yeah. say it was emotional. No, exactly. And it should be emotional. I think it was just handled poorly yeah, by the director. Your lead character is dead. The, yeah. This kind of heart and soul the of hero. the Well, not of this saga. trilogy, but still. Yeah. Definitely the heart and soul of what most people affectionately call the Star Wars movies. But yeah, I don't know why that one specific moment in a Star Wars movie that made me cry. Another movie that I saw this year that did make me very severely sad and cry quite a bit, which was embarrassing because my girlfriend was in the room, was, do you know the documentary series Seven Up? I think Um, you and I watched the first installment. Yeah, yeah, the one about the kids and they follow these kids through their lives. Yeah, so if you're not familiar with it, they... Every every four years? Seven seven years. years. Yeah. That's why it's called called Seven Up. Up, Yeah. Yeah. So they first meet this group of kids. It's back in the 60s when they're seven years old and then they revisit them every seven years so when they're 14 when they're 23 I think it is yeah. and then like 28 or whatever yeah. my maths is failing and me at the moment um, and it's just ordinary people from different yeah. sort of backgrounds yeah. so there's nothing special about them they're not them. celebrities no 
they're not anyone beyond just random people who you'd meet in the street in the UK. But the most recent installment, 63 Up, came out this year. I was very excited about it. I was very much looking forward to it because we've been following the series for quite a while, my girlfriend and I. And this was the first installment they had where one of the people actually had died between the, the movies being made. And I actually found out in advance who it was. So it was spoiled for me going in. But my girlfriend wasn't aware that this person had died. Was it a favourite? Uh, it wasn't a favourite, but it still really affected me. Like, I knew it was coming up and then, like, the emotion was just building up throughout the documentary. Like, they didn't get to it straight away. It was sort of, like, maybe an hour or so into it. It was about a three-hour documentary, but, like, maybe an hour and a half into it, they finally reached this person who had died. They just showed the lead-up of, like, their entire life. Oh, and the wow. whole time as it's building up and they're talking, like, I'm just welling up. And so, like, the tears are building up in my cheeks. Yeah. And then when it cuts to present day and it's just, like, her children saying, what well, like, how she died, I just, like, suddenly burst out. Like, yeah. Just wailing. That's not completely surprising because you've watched this series for a very long time. It's almost yeah. like you you don't know this person, but like you yeah. kind of do because you're you're yeah. you're getting a window into their life every seven years, which is quite a long time. You know, you remember that person. Well, don't remember them, but you've seen that person as a child. You've yeah, seen them all their, exactly. Like, you feel like you've known them their yeah. whole life. Well, you have basically known them. Well, this little window of them through their whole life. But I suppose it's different a movie and a documentary series because a movie is completely fabricated and it's trying to draw this emotion through you know trickery and, and writing and acting where an, a documentary is very much a reflection of real life so I suppose it just goes to show that I, I, I've got a strong connection to real people in real life but still that doesn't excuse crying in episode 7 <laughs> No, you're all right. But yeah, to go back to the question I asked you earlier, like a movie that always makes me cry, definitely The Green Mile. I always cry in The Green Mile. Well, when I was younger, I've sort of gotten over it now. I've seen it enough time to like be prepared. Mm -hmm. But weirdly enough, I think we talked about this during our Best Movie Quest episode when we covered this movie, but Godfather 1 and 2 always make me cry. There are scenes really? in that movie that always make me cry. I know it's a weird movie. Like yeah, it's a, that is. Like a crime sort of family drama movie, but... Um, is it when um, when he dies? Well, when, I, should, I should be more specific with who dies. Um, when like Vito Corleone... You're yeah. not going to spoil the movie for anyone. Yeah. Everyone's seen it at this well, point. Well, when v Vito Corleone dies? What, when he's like running around the, <laughs> the orange... No, the, I know what it is. Tomato patch. I know what it no, is. It's, it's not that It's moment. where he sees his son that's dead, right? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, that where, is it. That where, is it. Where yeah, Marlon when, Brando pulls when out. When Marlon like, Brando pulls down the sheets and um, it's Sonny, you know, they shot Sonny on the causeway when he. When he says, look at how they massacred my boy. I always cry in that scene. God, he's good. Marlon Brando is so good in that movie. And in the second movie, you and I actually watched it together. So I had to fight really hard to like hold it together. But like you in the second movie. You can be yourself in front of me. You don't have to worry. Yeah. In the second movie, when his wife, when Michael's wife, Kay, revealed that she had the abortion, that always makes me tear up every time. Like, it's just such a shocking scene and, like, just a tragic scene, I yeah. feel. That, yeah, it just overwhelms me every time. Everyone's probably laughing. No. I'd love for people to share what <laughs> movies always makes them cry. Don't worry, man. I cried in um, Love Actually, so. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're that kind of guy, though. True love is important to me. I'm a sucker for it. Now, moving on from that question, let's go to the opposite end of the mm. spectrum. I think everyone will know where this is going. When was the last time a movie made you laugh? the hardest not like just a little chuckle just like tears streaming down your face laughing like barely hurts because yeah. you're laughing so much so very recently i was sitting down wanting to find something to watch to kill the time on mm. the old netflix and i passed a movie that i haven't seen since i was a very young lad and the movie was called street fighter and i hadn't watched really? it I, <laughs> with jean-claude van damme and that's kylie right. minogue that's right that's right and now i of course know 
the movie's legacy. So my history with that, oh God, I'm doing the show. My history with that movie is like, I watched it as a kid and thought it was really, like it was just something on in the background and I kind of thought it was cool, but it didn't like wow me. And then when it got older, I found out how much of a bad movie it was through like, you know, reviews. Well, you see you liked it when you first watched it. Well, you know, as a kid, like as a kid, just as something that's playing on, I just thought it was like a cool little thing with fighting in it. I couldn't remember anything about it. It wasn't something I'd actively follow. It was just like people moving around and fighting each other. So when I, you know, when I grew up and I found out it was such a bad movie and all the things about it, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, that's pretty funny. But I never actually watched it as an adult. And I sat really? down with my housemate. You just remembered it. Yeah. And I, well, I didn't even remember that much about it. So I sat down and I clicked on that. And let me tell you from beginning to end, I laughed the entire way through. I had such an enjoyable time. It was great. Wow. Any recent movies that have come out? I can, I'm can. i definitely with you there on the Street Fighter thing because I watched that a couple of years ago and mm. I was the same, just roaring with laughter from start to finish of that movie. Any recent movies that have come yeah. out? I'm trying to rack my brain of so like any things movies we've seen in cinemas. Seen. There's definitely been things that I've laughed at. Like I thought Spider-Man was was funny, but I wouldn't- Like genuinely I would, funny. Yeah, I would have, but I wouldn't say it was like really, really funny. Yeah. Well, I was there with you when we watched Spider-Man, I watched- so I know for a fact. There was one thing in Spider-Man that made you laugh in right at the very that? end of the movie. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it again because it's too recent. People may not have seen it yet. But if you have, there's a certain person that appears during the end credits and Matty D and I were both laughing just out of glee. More so than, you know, what he was saying wasn't particularly funny, but more so the fact that this person was in the franchise or the movie at all Mm. just made us laugh. Um, A movie that I watched whenever it came out, which I don't even know how long ago it was, uh, the Room movie, The Disaster Artist. You know, I would say that was funny, but that was more tragic than anything. As in like the James Franco Mm, Disaster Artist. Yeah, which brings me that I actually watched that after I watched Disaster Artist I went and watched The Room and I watched it in a cinema that we have down here um, so I watched it live with a bunch of people and really uh, I had would, the experience yeah I'd recommend if anyone's interested in watching The Room or has watched it before if you're ever going to watch it in any capacity do it with people but do it in a cinema because I do know that Tommy Wiseau does like live shows everywhere and different. he allows cinemas he allows theatres to show his movie and that's by far the, one of the greatest experiences to, to watch that I'd and, say watch it by yourself first or watch it with a group of so, friends at home first and then go have the experience well I, I went straight in I had the really? experience really you dove and, into the deep end yeah and I had so much fun and I felt that I don't know if I would have had as much fun as I did without other people around oh, okay yeah so I, without without the theatrics because there are people that go to those movies and they they kind of go every single week or like go every, yeah. every time it's a show like Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah and then they it's have an event they have these things rehearsed and they, you know, they have these jokes that they call out every single time. So, yeah. you know, the audience is almost a part, part of the of show. The show. Yeah. Well, that's the appeal. Mm. It's like an interactive experience. It's sort of like an in-joke that you're yeah. in on. But I'm trying to think of any comedies because we haven't covered a lot of comedies in our mm. show and that's a lot of the movies I go and see. Um, Obviously, you so haven't seen The Adams Family yet. I saw Jumanji. No, I don't I, think I you may laugh. You know, <laughs> but, uh, that's, it's completely subjective. We'll see. I've seen yeah. The Adams Family, so uh, I can personally say that there was not a tear or a <laughs> chuckle coming from poor old Kieran. Because but it was a serious movie. Yeah. Yeah, Adam's family. It was just dead serious. And I completely was drawn into the family drama. Mm. But yes. What about you? Any movie that made you laugh? Uh, I'm sure you already know what I'm going to talk about. Because I've mentioned it briefly already in our discussion. But you and I went and saw Godzilla oh, earlier this year. Yeah. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. A show that we covered on this podcast. But we haven't got to our revisited episode Are yet. Are we going to bring up the, and the bit? Yes. But I, I want to talk about this in advance because this is genuinely the last time that I just couldn't contain myself from laughing at something in a movie. Now, mind you, 
I'm not a big fan of broad comedy movies. I don't go out and watch your standard Will Ferrell movies, and I don't really is enjoy. Is he doing movies anymore? Not really. Who is the big comedy actor at the moment? I mean, like I Dwayne Johnson, yeah, Kevin I'd, Hart, yeah, exactly. Um, All those sort of movies, like Get Hard, and well, Get Hard was Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart, but still, um, who's the guy off uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine? He's doing a few things. Oh, Adam Sandberg, or yeah, whatever his name yeah, is. yeah, 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 him, Andy Sandberg, Andy Sandberg. That's it. Yeah, I don't really find that sort of humor funny. I'm more of a traditionalist. Well, I don't know. Like, I find like the early Pink Panther movies funny, like the Inspector Clouseau movies funny, and I like the Naked Gun right. movies, and I like the Mel Brooks movies, that sort of stuff. That, but I'm also laugh hardest at movies that are like cheesy or corny, like your Street Fighter style movies, movies that are bad. I have more fun laughing at a bad movie than I do any comedy. Not to say necessarily that Godzilla, King of the Monsters, is a bad movie, but there was one scene in the movie oh God. where. It's really unnecessary yeah, as well. It's just character building, I guess. Yeah. But I think it's the Let's mom. Let's just say we didn't predict this yeah, in our plot. The mom was watching video footage, or it might have been the dad. One of the two parents is watching video footage of like their family at simple times. Yeah, it's times. like a home video, but it's like on a digital camera. Yeah. And so what happens in the video We gotta set this up. So the yeah. world's gone to the world's, the gone, world's to gone to shit. The daughter, who's played by what's Millie her name? Bobby Brown is Madison. With the with the mother. Yep. And the dad is estranged, so he's separated from her and he's trying to get back with her, I guess. And in this apocalyptic world where dinosaurs, human monsters like, like monsters are coming Kaijus around destroying everything. This dad takes a somber moment to look at a video. Uh, at a family video. A family video. And what does he see, Kieran? So it starts off with the mum ascending the stairs up into the attic going, it looks like we've got a grisly situation <laughs> in the attic. And she goes up into the attic. And what does she see? But her husband <laughs> and her two children dressed as bears. Yeah. So they've got full bear costumes on with their faces painted, I guess, like bears. Yeah, right. And they're just sitting there up in the attic, whispering to each other. And then as soon as the mum walks in, they look up and go, an intruder, get her, (laughs) chasing her around. And just, this was so out of place for me in this monster movie. It was so strange that just, I just started giggling and couldn't contain myself in the cinemas. Yeah, just so, it came out of nowhere. It was completely unnecessary. It was completely ridiculous. From that point on in the movie, I couldn't take anything seriously because me and Kieran, because we we watched this movie together, we're just still laughing. We laughed through the entire rest of the movie just because of it. And every time we'd stop laughing. Every time there was a slow moment. Yeah, one of us would lead over to the other and go, hey, that looks like a grisly situation. We would just start chuckling to ourselves in quiet moments. And then I just remember afterwards trying to like describe to Matty Day. I'm like, did you see that scene where they, like, and I was trying to explain it to him, but I was laughing so hard I couldn't get the words out. <laughs> Oh, Why wow. did he take the time to make a bear costume like that for himself so, and his children? It begs so much question. Just is for this the something pun- they do regularly, or is this just a surprise that they concocted up <laughs> one day? Is this something he does for his job? He's like an animal expert. Does he like dress as a bear and like go out into the field disguised <laughs> as a bear and bring his children along in their own little bear costumes? Oh, who knows? I like to think that like he's you know when he's pondering over his family, he's got like this locket, and in the locket is just his family dressed as bears. Yes, man. Oh, that would oh, be great. I completely forgot about that. That was hilarious. Yes, and that was definitely the last time that I genuinely belly laughed 
at a moment in a movie. And there was no comedy movie that gave me the same effect. But yeah, just this one stupid moment in Godzilla King of the Monsters that nobody talks about. Yeah. And you could have the same moment without the bear costume. I just yeah. don't understand who thought that was a good idea. But God bless them because they made that movie for me. If only they were wearing Godzilla costumes. That would have just topped it all off. Yeah, someone's yelling at somebody else for the not thinking that through. Damn, it could have put a Godzilla costume on or a King Kong costume on. Foreshadowing. Mm, if only. Maybe it is foreshadowing. Maybe there's going to be a giant bear in the next one. Oh, who knows? Mark Wahlberg fights. Was it Mark Wahlberg? I'm see- I kept saying it's Mark Wahlberg, but he wasn't in that movie, was no. he? He wasn't. <laughs> just, just somebody else. <laughs> I can't remember the guy's name either. Who, I know. I, I can picture him who now. Who cares guy. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing who it is now, yeah. So Moving I, on. <laughs> I think that wraps up everything that I wanted to talk about in this first installment of Movie Talk. So yeah. if you have any pressing questions that you want to ask us, any deep journalistic questions like what movie made you laugh the hardest most recently, feel free to ask us at the places I mentioned earlier. Leave us a comment on this page or send us an email on yeah. this page. They're probably listening on an iPod. Find a place that you can locate us and send us a question, pretty please. Yeah, yeah. If you want it privately, send an email. If you want everyone to see the smart, clever things you want to say to us, put it on Facebook. Yes, absolutely. So I've got to run and catch a plane, go overseas and explore the jungles of Southeast Asia. I'm going to sit here in the studio in this exact same location and just wait. That's what I'm doing. And then I think something you can do while you're waiting for next week's episode is rewatch Hellboy because next week we're doing another installment of our actual spoilers where we're going to review what we predicted in our Hellboy episode. We're going to watch Hellboy and see how close we got. Matty D, you look excited. This looks like it's going to be a mess. It might be better than you think. And our predictions were, well, my predictions off memory was quite a mess, so we'll see how we I think mine was the mess. Yours was actually pretty good from memory. (laughs) That's the thing. I can't remember anything I say anymore until I re-listen to it. Oh, well, we'll hold all judgment until next week yeah so join us next week for revisiting Hellboy if you have anything to say about Hellboy let us know yes please do and we'll see you next week see you then I want you to use all your powers and all your skills I don't want his mother to see him this way. look how they massacred my boy come on Mr. Frodo I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you. Come on! <laughs>